Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. It's your good friend, Mikey. And your best friend, Rin. Oh, we were just having a discussion about the weather. Do, 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 do. That's the sound that my wife makes when she wants to make fun of me about talking about the fucking weather too much. It's literally the most boring conversation you can have. Why? If you want to talk about... It's the one conversation that you can have that everybody's going through the same thing. Well, if you want to talk about like global warming, something like that... like that, Say like climate the, change. The kind of the dummies like, will say it's not happening. <laughs> the kind of um, more, I don't know like universal thing that's happening but mm. like what's literally happening outside of your door right now it's so boring it's so boring. i i agree i agree that it's a boring but boring conversation because you have no effect on it like you can't right. change it right but hot enough hot enough for you <laughs> not don't like the weather just wait 10 minutes my my toes are swelling up. That means there's going to be a thunderstorm. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I think there's something fun about it. Like, well, okay, the version that I do of it that is not exciting, Ugh. which is the where the do 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 comes from, <laughs> is that we'll be like on the beach on the Oregon coast, and it's you know the weather is turbulent out there, and so the like the sun will be out, and I'll be like, oh fuck yeah, sun's out. And then, like, the clouds will be rolling in, and I'll be like, oof, God, I don't know. I think it might get a little cloudy or rainy or something. And and I do it every five minutes. It's a constant update. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's boring. Well, I think this is also the, the like, your experience of being raised in Colorado, mm. which is a place that is sunny very frequently. And I grew up in a place which is sunny infrequently. And so... So you're saying you're tougher. <laughs> you're saying it i'm a is, you're saying i'm a weather coward alluding to without using those words I <laughs> mike sheather the weather coward because I, I just sort of feel like where i grew up if you talked about the weather you'd be talking about it all the time because and my, it's it's gonna be really cold and then it's probably gonna rain and then it's probably gonna snow and then yeah. it's probably gonna be gray and then and my favorite thing is you say this like people where you're from don't talk about the weather all the <laughs> oh, no. fucking time people definitely do so yeah. that's why it bums you out yeah because colorado it, we don't talk about the weather because it's dope all the time i find it's just tedious yeah. i guess what's well, if you lived in like san diego and you were like Talking about the weather, You're like oh, right. what's the weather? Oh, it's seventy-five and sunny. Like Colorado. Well, wasn't that the joke on a movie? What was that Steve Martin movie? Um, L.A. Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And great movie by the, the way. Weather was whatever seventy-five and sunny every day. Yes, right? totally. Yeah, um, it's true. I mean, Colorado does not has tumultuous weather, but it's just sunny a lot of the time. So right, it's like you talk right. about oh, there was like a crazy like you know five minute cloud burst or something that flooded the streets. Right. Right. And then, but where you live, you could die. <laughs> <laughs> Either from the humidity or the snow plows. <laughs> I think also I'm a little sensitive because Portland gets such a bad rap for mm, its weather. I agree with that. And I find it's so boring to talk about like, oh man, we're coming to visit, but like, is it going to rain? Oh man, it'll Whoa. probably rain. It's probably going to rain. Yeah, it's probably going to rain. It That's why will. it's so wet and green and beautiful here. Right. So bring a raincoat and like be a normal human. And not just like currently. It is crispy as Ooh, fuck crispy. here. It's a hundred going to be a hundred degrees today. We have an outdoor event that we're going to. It's a like, dinner and a movie. It's outside and it's going to be a hundo. 
and um, everything is just like our like everybody. That's the other thing here is like nobody waters their lawns, right? Because it's just you don't because lawns are selfish and don't be a dick. So everybody's lawns are dead right now. So it's actually it's really weird because it's all tan in a place where it's usually mm -hmm. so green. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the we spent the first couple of years I think here. Like when people were visiting, I would shit my pants <laughs> constantly. Just I had the weather app open all the time and I was like, oh, it's going to rain. And of course, every single time, like it would have been beautiful. And then it would literally start raining the mm -hmm. second when people arrived. And then it would be sunny again the second their plane lifted off. Mm -hmm. Ugh. But I feel like that is because I live in the Truman Show and everything's about me. <laughs> is about you it is kind of mm -hmm. i feel like when you know in the last year or two that we the shit we've gone through i've been like god is a spiteful bitch and <laughs> yeah can we call scene on this, yeah, scene. this show right now yeah we're good we're totally good <laughs> um we've been so our, to our dedicated listeners we're we've been gone for a while we've been gone for like five weeks or something right mm. from the podcast I think that's right. Well, yeah. our last one was with Anna. So whenever Anna oh, was here. Yeah. So, yep. Some amount of time ago. Mm -hmm. That's over a week and under a year. Uh, <laughs> but we just got back from a crazy, awesome, like month long vacation on the East Coast, which was so amazing. We got to see all of our family that we hadn't seen in at least 18 months. Yep. What else did we do? What else did we do? We had really yummy time with our nephew, really good time with my sister and my mom. We saw my dad, yep. stepmom. Our little nephew grow. is so cute and so funny and like in the, because he's just turning three. Yeah. So he's like terrible twos, three vols, and he's just testing boundaries and it's awesome to, it's awesome to watch from a distance. <laughs> like I feel sorry for his parents because like he is giving them hell, but he he's so cute. His feelings it's yeah it is he's a joy he is a joy yeah one of my favorite things to watch him do is while we were there he made a discovery that he could use his parents dish towel as um a potential as, as like an elsa wig as elsa hair right and so he would sort of experiment <laughs> elsa with, from like, frozen just in obviously. case you're under a rock so he would like experiment with kind of piling it on top of his head dangling it like a ponytail down his back yeah and um you know and then obviously reenacting some of elsa's greater performances <laughs> and, uh, it was awesome because it was also the main the dish towel that was the dish towel <laughs> sure. so like you'd be cooking and like you'd need a dish towel and you know he'd be over there in scene seven <laughs> of, of out of 29 scenes with elsa it was you no know, so funny magnificent and he's, and he's a little drama queen like oh, he loves great. he's i could so see him being an actor or something because he is like he hits he nails all of the like he hits his mark hits the marks yeah. on all the elsa dance scenes yeah. on all the lion king shit yeah it's very impressive it's wonderful yeah it's wonderful to watch he's also very um he's he is like he wants it his way yes. and i that's my favorite t either time with a kid or type of kid personality is like I'm going to have it my way. If I don't have it my way, I'm going to lose my cool for a little bit. And I just think it's, oh my gosh, I think it's so fun. He's also like the cutest little kid and he's out. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Oh, yeah. Kid. yeah. Yeah. We had, we were on the beach in Rhode Island and we were uh, in view of Taylor Swift's home. We were. Um, mm -hmm. What's it called? Holiday House. And you could see it in the distance. 
And there was just some great little, like, you know, that age melty melts that happened. Oh. And (laughs) we were, we apparently went to the No Fun Beach. Oh, that shit was awesome. Tell that story. Ahead of time. Yeah. But, um, Every we went to oh, a beach know. in occupied German or occupied fucking Austria. Yeah, every twenty minutes or so, they would make <laughs> and like the entire beach was patrolled by yes. like beach guards. I don't know. I don't know exactly what their title was. I but, mean, basically um, like fu- unfuckable nerds is what they were. <laughs> <laughs> That's I heard Mark Marin lately called. Um, he's like they want to call themselves incels. They want to call themselves incels. I call them unfuckable hate nerds. <laughs> I thought that was kind of funny. No, the the people that that were on the beach guards, it was all these like really cute 15-year-olds. And by cute, I mean like Coke bottle glasses and so much acne. And they're wearing full khaki head to toe with like a walkie-talkie, taking themselves way too fucking seriously. Definitely, definitely. Um, But every 20 minutes or so, there'd be an announcement made of all of the, I was going to say do's and don'ts, but it was basically all the don'ts. Oh, there was no do's. There was no do's. Yeah. It was like the fun, spongiest announcement yeah. I've ever heard. And there was like maybe, you know, and this is a big beach, like really long. Like maybe let's say, let's just say a mile long. Sure. Probably. And there was like a speaker, like a like one of those, <laughs> like really loud speakers every like 30 feet. So you were hearing it at full blast oh, yeah. every 20 minutes. It was very clear to you the rules and regulations. Some of the rules. <laughs> No ball throwing. No, but what was the what they, was the adjective they used? <laughs> Aron- no. Oh god. Uh, it was, it was so something good. about like And it was ball play. Oh, that was ball said. play. No. <laughs> oh god, they had such Jiggly? a good adjective. Mm. <laughs> Thrustful. <laughs> it was definitely saggy. Sa- <laughs> they it, yeah, I mean I Rambunctious think it was ball play. Right, it was, something, it was something like that. Like that. Um <sighs> God, it was which really I was kind of like, I'm cool with that. I hate, I hate when dudes are throwing a football at the beach. I don't sure. know why I find it really obnoxious. Sure, because like that's the thing you came out here to do, right? Like do something you can only do on the beach, right? Which yeah. I don't know what that is, but like well, do like something. skimboard or like oh, yeah, 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 I don't yeah know. like interact with the water. Yeah, like I hate the dumbasses who are just like and they're like and it's all these fucking idiots who like didn't get on their football team and they're like <laughs> but they watch the Patriots every week and so they're out there and like like you know they're. Got their fingers on the on the pig skin and they're like <laughs> slapping the ball like they're John Elway. Nice rap. reference. Yeah. I, can't, I can't think of an, I don't know one quarterback. And it just I don't know. You look like such a pain. <laughs> oh frisbee. Sure. Frisbee's cool. Sure. We also um, had a little stowaway on the beach. We snuck. Yes. Abby we did in mm-hmm. in her little um she's got this little <laughs> travel sack yeah and uh yep we totally snuck her in no pets Ovs. oh my god yeah definitely no pets no drinking yep not even no and you could glass only containers. go in the water no drinking at all no what alcoholic was it beverages. up to your waist oh, up to well, your thigh but that was because of the day there was like a riptide or something oh okay, okay. but yeah you could only go up to your belly button i think or so waist I think and there was one man um, one white man that was probably 45. Say shocker what? You're telling of me? All shockers. Wow. He was not paying attention to the rules. Wow. And it, it was a, um, a, a female bodyguard that kept having to regulate him because he was going in. Bodyguard? Lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin Costner from the movie with Whitney. 
Yeah. Um, lifeguard that kept mm. having to whistle him and uh, and rein him in. Yeah, but, it's at some point she needed to just blow dart him and God, just fucking yeah. drag him out of the water because he was being such a dick. He really was. Yeah, but I also appreciated it. It's like, it's the fucking water. And I don't know, it's like, A, she will have to go in and, and help him when he starts drowning. Right. But B, it's like, I don't know. Like the waves, whether you're standing in the waves when they're waist deep or you're diving into them, like you're just, it's like you're not in, I don't know. You're not in the middle of like Hawaii with 50 foot ocean swells or something like that. How are you going to die in the water? Like you're good. Well, if there is a, a riptide, riptide, then yeah. yeah, then you're taking your life into your own hands, though. But to, as you said, yeah, she's, she's going to have to, to go her. in. I know. I yeah, know. I, I was just a little bit like fun sponge beach. Wow, <laughs> it was awesome. Every single thing. It was amazing, though. Yeah, but it was cool. And so yeah, and so we did that. We went up to Maine and saw my family, which was very cool and very weird. My family goes to this weird, like, it's a beautiful, oh, so one of the things about, uh, you know, for the podcast is where my family goes in the summer is um, Mount Desert Island, which has Acadia National Park on it. And so we called our baby Acadia and call her Katie. And so we went there and we had like four days or something like that, four or five days before my family arrived. And so Corinne and Abby and I just, you know, we hiked and we went on all these, it's a really beautiful place. Like oh, you can- so, so beautiful. There's hikes everywhere and you can just, you have views of the islands and all this stuff. And so we we had a couple little kind of ceremonies for our little girl that we lost. And the most yeah, beautiful of which I think was our, the sort of final ceremony we did. We hiked up what's called Acadia Mountain. Yeah. Really beautiful, like tons of rock scrambling and, mm. and, um, and then at the top, we had these little um, shells that we had gotten on the beach in Connecticut. And we found this um, sort of like little crevice in the rock at the top. And we just tucked these little, we, we put in three little shells and, you know, like made a little nest for them. Yeah. Um, I know. We're going to see if they. felt really sweet and special. Yeah. yeah. We're going to see if they made it. Well, we're going to go back there next year and see if they're still there. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Like we. I really, I really talked. You, you did. It was a meaty talk. <laughs> Watching RuPaul's Drag Race right now, All Stars. Oh, God. It's just the best show. It's magnificent. Listeners, if you're not watching RuPaul's Drag Race, get your shit together. Get your life together. Get your affairs in order. <laughs> and get it. It's very hard to watch. It's always on a different platform. I know. But this year it's on Paramount. And it's, um, I don't know, it's just like better than ever. I love it. Mm-hmm. And we are just fully in... I don't know. We're fully in it now. So we are, Rini, we are about a month, we still have a month left in the break that we uh, both took uh, for the baby. Yeah. Yeah, that was originally going to be pregnancy leave. Yep. And Corinne decided, and I think in a super brave move and bold, to that she still wanted to take that time. Yeah. And I think... You know, depends on what your world can handle or whatever. But I just think that after going through a miss, well, New Zealand just passed the law, right? Mm-hmm. That you get time. I think maternity and paternity leave for a miscarriage, mm-hmm. and it just I'm I am on the front lines of wanting that to be something that's that's celebrated here and that's honored here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it just happened. I mean, it worked out for me because I had already. You know, I had planned on taking a maternity leave. Yeah. And so I had, you know, done the work to set 
my person up that's covering my practice and she's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's working out really well. And the, you know, so our situation now is that we're, you know, we're prepping for another transfer, which is set to happen in September. And as we know, uh, from past experience, just because you have a date for a transfer doesn't mean that's the date that it's going to (laughs) occur. Um, but I've got fingers crossed for September 8th. Yeah. And all the, all of the tests and everything that you've had thus far have been super positive. Sure. Yep. It's, um, that doesn't, I know that kind of doesn't matter as to when the actual thing is because anything could pop up. Right. But, Yeah, and and so I had to start birth control again yep. at the beginning of July, and that's never super pleasant. God, it's been fucking terrible for you. It seems better lately. It has been better lately, yeah. I will but say. God, when we were on our trip, it was like you were Oh, just like bleeding and all kinds of weird GI stuff. Yeah, and I, well, and kind of a weird kind of depressive thing. Depressive. Yeah, and Which it's, is not a thing that's that's the part of your personality usually. No. Well, and it's hard to parse out too, right? Because we we were back east and we kind of like blew through a due date and a you know yeah. 41st birthday celebration. Yeah. Another reminder of how my reproductive years are declining. Mm. And, <laughs> and so, you know, I don't know. I don't was it was it that? Like we're supposed to have our baby right now. Yeah. There's a lot of um I don't know. There's just a lot of feels, I think, that mm-hmm. go along with that. And then adding, yeah, adding in exogenous hormones on top of that, I don't think is um, super helpful. Yeah. I like that word. Mm-hmm. Exogenous. Well, there's about to be lots more. You ready hey. for shots, 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 shots. I have a little John coming to the house. I thought I would love that. The six weeks. Will he administer my shots? Definitely. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be crunk juiced up, so it's gonna be uh love that. Yeah, it's, it might not hit the right spot every time, but I like that you think our shots are gonna be for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think that? I don't know. What was the six weeks part of it? I don't know. It's cute. How long are they for? Well, we've got the lead up. To the transfer shots, and yep. then if everything's successful, we've got first entire first trimester shots. Right. Mm-hmm. Is that how it went last time? Mm-hmm. Three months of shots. Well, you know, what is it? I guess all told, it probably will. When the lead we'll up ones start? From, um, middle of August. Okay. Well, that's no, but that's six. No, that's three weeks. Maybe I thought, I don't know. Anyways, I lit- this is one of the things that I think both of us have been going through a little bit is that we have no memories of literally the last time we did IVF. Like, oh, I've got, I've got pretty good memories. Really? Yeah. Not, not like, with a lot of the shit we've been talking about. Not exact timeline stuff. Well, the thing but- that I think that we had the hardest time was, was what was for STEM and what was for transfer and after. Right. You know, because it's like, you know, we're going through half the process, basically. So last time we had to do, you know, Rennie had to be stimulated and you had to do an egg retrieval. And then we have to do, you know, and then I had to do my my one little thing that I had to do in the moment. Was, you did it. You did it. <laughs> and I jerked <laughs> off into a cup. And then and then all that. Side, and then and then you have to get ready for the transfer. But right. now we're only doing the transfer. Right. Which is and it's kind of it's hard to parse out what was what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I think also first time around, it's it's like, I don't know, it's just dizzying. And it's, there's a lot of, um, for me anyway, there was just a lot of disbelief. At a, 
oh my God, I'm actually doing this. Right. There was a time in my life where I said, if we're if we have a really hard time, I don't think I can get to IVF. I don't think I oh, can sure. get to that stage. Yeah. And here the fuck we are for transfer round number two. Totally. Like, but isn't it oh like, I mean, I just feel like it, that's the way everything goes, though. Sure. Like nobody thinks they're going to put their kids into a private school. But right. then they're like, they're like, God, what assholes do that or whatever. And then it's like, oh, wait, our like education system maybe around us isn't great. Or, you know, there's all those things that are kind of like the egg in the boiling pot of water or the egg frog. But like we we had a ton of things that we said we weren't going to do. Sure. And then you get to the, that challenge and you're like, well, I don't know, man. I don't think I'm going to. I think we can just have to do that. Oops. We have to do that. Oops. And then like before you know it, you're doing things that you never thought you'd do before. Yeah. No, that I think that that is right. Yeah, that is right. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. You believe that. I do actually believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think it's going to be great? Because you, you, do you think it's going to be successful? I do actually think it's going to be successful. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really sexful. I can't wait for you to pull those pants down. Ooh, yeah. Tell me more. Need to load up that needle. Ooh. Is yeah, that a dick reference? Stick nope. it right in your haunches. Ooh, okay. All right. So yeah. And push. Push. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sexful. Uh, no, I think it's going to be successful in that, I don't know. I just I have a feeling about it and it's and your body now knows that it can get pregnant and I think there's something about that that people talk about like once you've had a pregnancy once you've had two pregnancies like your body just kind of knows what to do and the last pregnancy was successful until it wasn't right you know and the and when it wasn't was when we chose for it not to be right you know and so I don't know. I also just don't know how much more we can handle in that space. Right. Like, so I'm just kind of like, fuck yeah, it's going to be great. Right. Because it, it is going to be great. That's just where my head's at. That's really good. Because I, I, there's is. this like, um, <laughs> there's this idea of like false optimism or something mm. like that, which I, I have always thought was kind of bullshit, but mm-hmm. um I, I'm with this finding, or with an, anything? Anything. Oh, but yeah. I'm, I'm finding myself right now going into um, some kind of like self-preservation mode or something and like just really thinking through all of the really shitty outcomes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm having a more difficult time getting behind like oh this is just gonna be easy and successful i've had this i keep having this thought that like i've already had my successful transfer like yeah i'm an old bitch and (laughs) i have stubborn um a stubborn reproductive system yeah and You know, and I've kind of taken on all of the stuff again, like taken on all of the um, the verbiage around IVF and and, you know, just like things that get said in a medical setting that are like totally innocuous or Mm, something. But they they land in a certain way when you're vulnerable. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just feel like I've totally taken that stuff on again. And I'm like, God, at my age, the su- the success rate is, you know, and it it feels really not 
awesome. But you have, but the thing is, is you also are very good at, and I think, I think it's human nature, but you are very good at um, really implanting, no pun, <laughs> the, um, the negative or scary things that you hear and then blowing past the kind of more positive things that other mm. people will say. Like your ND, I think it was, was talking about how you are so, like you're younger than your numerical age. Mm -hmm. Like you are super healthy. Mm -hmm. You are like, there's a lot of things about your health picture that are so like glowing. And I'm also like, you need to, like I am just, as most straight white men are, I'm glowing <laughs> and dripping with unearned white male confidence. And I wish that I could like like uh, raclette. I wish I could just scrape off a melty, <laughs> delicious bit of for your for your like, you know, toast. I could just scrape off some of this unearned white male confidence so you could just be like, fuck yeah, I've got this. Because I'm like, yeah, like I've believed that about everything in my life. And a lot of times, you know what? It works. It's true. Power of positive. I mean, it's also the, the all the white male privilege that I have that helps, you know, kind of open some of those doors. <laughs> but no, but I think there's something to like the power of positivity. And it's like it's real easy and condescending to say that. And I feel like a preacher at a, uh, you know, at like a big mega church or something. But it's like, just believe it. But there's God never gives you more than you can handle. Fuck you for that one. I hate that. <laughs> but but I think there is something about the kind of like dress for the job that you want or fake it till you make it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't know no for sure and it. i really believe that that you're you know like on a cellular level you're you you know vibrate when you feel positively about totally. something yeah and um and that like superhero pose shit sure. where you can stand in front of the mirror <laughs> and do like superman sure that shit works sure yeah it's um but there's also, also I think, yeah, I think there's also a, I don't know, just a, a strong desire to be um, my authentic self. And, mm. uh, you know, historically, I think m my historic self has been like shove down the not so good and portray the good and the happy mm. and... Um, my trash compactor. I think we've talked about that on the <laughs> show before, right? Like just, um, stuff down the bad feelings. And then I have this little, this special little trash compactor that literally like lives in my GI system, I feel like, and just can, um, compact and, and stow things away. And I've, used that less recently let's just say that <laughs> that's where no. the trash compactor is full perhaps well it's the how do we want to run with this metaphor because well so Rini does well, this thing where she like you know she'll like hold her hand kind of at nipple level with like you know flat to the earth and then she'll go Ugh, and like look like she's put, you know compacting it down and so that was like the original version of the trash compactor then the last couple of years, it's been an interlace of both hands <laughs> and the double-handed, like, kablow, you know, like, really needing to push it down. And what I think has been interesting lately is I think that, I think the trash compactor, did it get emptied? Something happened. And then I think that you've been better about letting stuff out mm -hmm. in a way that I've never seen from you mm, before. Yeah. And going through what we went through, like, we had to... Like, you know, I've had all these different friends ask me, like, how we are doing, like, you know, how the core of our relationship is and how, like, you and I are. Mm -hmm. And people that listen to the show, I think, like, 
I say like a lot on the show also, so I'm trying to get better at that because I, I like say it all the it. fucking time. <laughs> God. But just so everybody out there in TV land knows, like you're getting, fuck, see, you're getting the real of us though. We are, this is how we are. We get along, we laugh, we cry. We have a fucking fun time together. We're not like putting it on for the show. Mm-hmm. And so our relationship I think has gotten stronger through all of this. Mm-hmm. And I think that part of that had to be because you didn't compact as much. Right. And you were able to right. just like kind of talk about things and whatever. I just ate more pizza and, you know, cried at stupid shows on television. But <laughs> but we just, well, I don't know, I think, we got there. I think also I've, I've, um, while still honoring the compactor because mm. it's, it's served me for a really long time, right? It's, it's been with thing. me for so many years, Sure, but I've started to think more about, um, having a compost system oh, yes. inside mm. instead. And I literally, are we talking vermiculture or are we talking? Yeah. Oh, there's worms. It's like worms. Yeah. Oh, wow. And like, uh, like being able to, um, you know, like give stuff back to the earth so Ooh. like you know the earth can absorb a lot of you know pain and sadness and also happiness and joy and yeah um hmm. so I, i've been sort of working with that internal metaphor more frequently and it feels um it's so different right too because a trash compactor is like a metal machine mm. and the compost is like earth becoming earth again and yeah it, it feels huh. much more like nourishing and supportive and um have you told me about that i don't know if i have yeah i was gonna say I, i've been it's that's a really nice metaphor something i've been toying with mm, recently. i like it because mm-hmm. when i think of do you remember how wally trash compacted he could compact. That was yes. his whole job. Was he would scoop the trash totally. into his tummy, basically, and then shit out. Wasn't that what? It, yeah, and then we'd like vomit out out of his tummy, kind mm-hmm. of. So that's what I picture the trash compactor, and it's like, it's so nice to think of a compost. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> you can call it that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I have something in my eye. It's not that I'm crying. It's not. I'm not crying. No, no, no. Probably are crying. <laughs> it's just the barometric pressure changing outside. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> Fuck off. I think it's actually sweat. I think it's salt because I've been sweating my dick off all day. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you guys what I've been doing. I have been swimming every day. Yes. I swim almost, I think, a mile and three quarters today. Amazing. Pretty good. I'm looking slim. You are. God. And you know what happens when you get you know what happens when you get thinner? You get more fuckable. Dick looks a little... What? Yeah. Oh, fuckable? I totally stepped on that. Let's try it again. You know what happens when you get thinner? You get more fuckable. Nice. <laughs> really landed that one. Uh, no, your dick looks bigger. Nice. Yeah. My, really not yours, but my dick looks bigger. <laughs> your dick always looks big. Mine's huge, yeah. Yeah, it is intimidatingly large it's yeah <laughs> it's alarmingly large uh no but it's great yeah mm. so about swimming i was I- waiting for when we were going to say dick on this episode because i feel like oh. literally every single episode we talk about dick. we talk about dick somehow i did say or we dick, say dick or we- i said dick earlier but i said it in reference to like as an adjective for someone like they were a dick okay yeah but yeah we haven't talked about actual it just it cranks it, it, until this moment. It happens organically every time, and I, well, I really love that. Was our last episode the one with Anna? Yes. Okay, that episode. 
It's, I, you know, I'm a 40-year-old man, soon to be 41, <laughs> and I still find it so fun to swear. Like, I still, like... <laughs> I like to say, like, fuck at dinner parties and see how people's faces, like, see, oh, man, who's the prude in the room? <laughs> and so our show is perfect because I can say all the stupid things I want to say. But, Anna, it was so funny because that episode literally was all about dicks. Like, the, do you remember we did the trivia shit at the end? Yes. Every single one. We didn't, and, and we also hadn't planned that. But it just so happened that every single... We were talking about Maroon 5, Adam Levine's dick. And then we were talking about... And Anna was describing a baguette. You know, talking about MC Hammer's dick. Like, I'm just like... Is our whole show basically just about penises? I think so. Yeah. Are we penises? Yeah. Yeah, we are. It's one yeah. big dick joke. <laughs> and dick jokes are just the... I mean, they are the r- most rudimentary entry level <laughs> dick and fart jokes. Like, it's what kindergartners can make or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I don't want to be anything more. That's our more. brand. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to be some intellectual comedy podcast or something. I don't want to have to no. like yeah, tell jokes about. I have to talk about compost metaphors and I shit. I don't know. The French Revolution or something. I don't know. Is that what <laughs> intellectual jokes are? I think it's great. I think you're great. I think you're great. You want to get ready to go to our little thing? Definitely. Okay. We're going to get all fancied up. What are you wearing? I am wearing a bodysuit. Ooh. Um. That has numerous patterns on it, including like a sort of cheetah pattern, I think. Oh, it does, on like on the choker kind of. Yeah. It's real sexy. And then a like metallic, gold metallic skirt. I've had this these pieces of clothing for years now and I've never put them together. Well, that's true. And it's you've only worn each of them probably once. And then COVID, like I have a bunch of like kind of backup cool clothes that I haven't worn because of COVID. Yeah. Because I haven't gotten done anything. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to wear yet. But I don't know how I'm going to match that. Oh, you can. You got this. Match and surpass, do you think? Uh, you might be able to. My, I have faith. You think my bodysuit's going to be better than yours? Mm. Hey. <laughs> What's Biggie's line? Take off your Tim, the Tim boots and the bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It means a spandex and hit my man next. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to hear a 40-year-old white man rapping. Yeah. Um, we will be back sooner than this last round, but I say that every time we have the, have the podcast. So I don't know. We'll pop up in your we'll feed when we pop up. If you like it, great. Smash that like button. All right. Write a review. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah. You can contact us. Let's eat at Mikey and Rin mm. at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. True. Um, we've been social media non very active lately. Well, I just in general. Yeah. I've been posting some stuff on my, what I've been doing is like these like photo dumps lately. Yeah. Where I'll just like every five weeks or something, I just throw a bunch of photos on it and I'll put two words with it on my Instagram because I just have like almost zero interest in it. Yeah. Well, um, I have been watching a lot of TikTok. You have. TikTok's great. You have. Okay. Um, we'll try and keep more updated as the um, transfer approaches. Totes. And as that sort of starts to unfold. Yeah. We love you. We have such a lovely, amazing, fun, yummy community, and we're just beyond grateful. It was especially interesting to see our families and hear who listens to the podcast like religiously. And there's definitely a lot of people in my family that listen that I did not know were hearing me say (laughs) cunt, balls, fuck, blowjob, motherfucker, anus. I am I'm not. You got into the pool. 
knowingly. You, <laughs> you know knew there I, was pee in the pool. Oh, you, you definitely knew. knew there was lots of pee. You knew in the there pool. was a turd when yeah. you jumped. And in. if you're in my family and you didn't know that I've gotten like my mouth washed out with soap a bunch or like <laughs> that I think it's fun to say the F word, yeah, you don't know me. If you don't know no, me by now, fuck. You will never, never boss, never know. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Simply Red. Sure. Who originally sang it? Ooh. Ooh, it was a black group. It was like a really good Motown group, I think, or something. Of course. Yeah. Um, look it up, look it up, look it okay, up. Okay, hold on. Oh, no, I can't. Can't. I don't know, can't. can't. You look it up. I'll vamp a little bit. Um, we've been watching some of the Olympics. The Olympics have been very fun. Right. Simone Biles, uh, it's wonderful to hear her bravery. It's also so wild to hear about kind of what maybe the reasons are, kind of like inner ear vertigo sort of crazy shit. And um, Harold Melvin in the oh, Blue Notes. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt that because no, Harold Melvin is G. Um, yes. But that's our current event things, yeah. Simone Biles, more power to you. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, those Irish guys who won the um, uh, rowing competition who always give the really funny interviews. Um, watch them because we had a crack up about that earlier today. They're so cool and low key. And that's all I got. You got anything else to say? Nothing at all. Okay. We love you guys and we'll see you very soon. We'll see your eardrums very soon. Yeah. I'm Mikey. I'm Ren. And tonight we're gonna stay Ooh. We're gonna sing now. Ooh. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> no auto tune needed. <laughs> Bye. One more time. One more time. <laughs>